0: I know the human being and us can just peacefully. This, without finding,
1: Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get free pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door skip all those trips to the grocery store, and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off including free shipping on HelloFresh Canada, Canada's number one meal kit. Hey guys, welcome to Petri Dish, I'm Nathan. I'm Sean. So this episode was a very confusing thing to brainstorm for a long time. Uh, We're going to discuss multiple sclerosis today, which I thought many had to wear a back brace in middle school. So there was like a good couple months where I thought we were eventually going to talk about like back braces. And I wasn't sure how that'd be a full episode, but...
0: Scoliosis yeah. is what you're talking about. Right, exactly. Um, but even I got multiple sclerosis confused with a different degener- uh, uh, a disease. degenerate disease. <laughs> <laughs> a degenerative disease. Right. Or, uh, that one that gets progressively worse ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. Right. I got those two confused. So right. we're going to, you know, we're hopefully going to break this down in a way that makes it very clear what multiple sclerosis is right. and is not and basically you know this one's gonna be a two-parter right Right. this one first part we're gonna talk about the history of multiple sclerosis what are some of the symptoms things like that and then next time we're gonna dive or attempt to dive into the causes because they're kind of mysterious still right and then what treatments there are right now and what treatments are kind of on the horizon so let's do this let's do it let's do this thing
1: Okay, so I think it's kind of apparent from the opening that I don't really know what MS is. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard
0: those two letters put together before, but I don't really know much about this illness. The main situation with multiple sclerosis is... what is is it? It's a disease slash disorder of your central nervous system. Oh, shit. So when we're talking about that, we're talking about the old brain. We're talking about the spinal cord, right? Okay. But what is the actual problem on your neurons, your classic picture of a neuron is you kind of have the little cell body part, and then you got this long strand coming off of it called the axon. Right. right. And, like, the electrical signals, they, like, travel down the axon. Yeah. And that's how kind of, like, you know, the neurons pass that signal along, right? All along the axon are these little patches called myelin sheets. Mm. Okay, and these patches that are along the axon are supposed to make it so that the signal stays strong over long distances. Okay. Myelin sheets... Which are, uh, when I say patches, they're like cell membrane sort of fatty patches that kind of like... It's almost like with a wire, how you can have like the rubber coating on a wire. Right. right? It's sort of like that. Okay. Myelin sheaths are very important for the signals to not degrade over distance. But those... Mm, Really? I mean, I know with my wires,
1: you know, like the copper, the copper gets off at some (laughs) point in my use. I don't know, I have all these exposed wires, nothing's happened yet, <laughs> right? So I've always, you know, sometimes sometimes big
0: science, you know, <laughs> tries to tell you you need, like, insulators, right? Well, but, <laughs> oh, I see, that's a good word for it. Myelin sheaths are insulators. Uh, and, yeah, you do need that. Specifically, Uncle Joe Byron right here pivoting <laughs> right back to subject. Specifically because multiple sclerosis is a disease where those myelin sheaths get broken down. Okay. Okay. And when you have that kind of exposed axon surface, yeah. those neurons tend not to function as well, and then, in a lot of cases, end up dying. Okay, okay. Uh, what, what's killing them? Yes. Yeah, so what is exposure? Why why is exposure bad? Like I said, exposed wire
1: is perfectly safe. What's yeah, wrong with that exposed wire? The urine?
0: exposure itself may not be the thing that kills them. Mm-hmm. The thing that kills them might be part of the reason why the exposure is happening, which is usually your immune system. So, multiple sclerosis is a disease where the immune system is there. It's attacking, right? Yeah. And you have a lot of inflammation going on. You know, this is
1: a very stupid tangent, so I'm sorry, preemptively. (laughs) But uh, whenever someone says, like, well, it's not really this thing that does the killing, it's the blank thing, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever that misdirect, I suppose, Mm -hmm. I don't know, that that structure, it makes me think of this terrible, like, when I watched House as a kid. There was like this ad for the show that looked awful and got cancelled pretty quickly that was like about first responders uh-huh. And like the quote that I just like, seared in my memory Is like these two first responders as the line that clearly was supposed to be like really interesting or like cool And uh-huh. the guy was like, well, you know, it's not the fall that kills the body, like it's the ground <laughs> <laughs> It was something like that, I'm sure I'm, even misrem- I'm sure I'm even misremembering it as dumber than it really is I remember just like as a kid being like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard Right, and, and so whenever
0: you're like, "Oh, well, it's not really
1: the exposure that kills," that are on, it's you know blank. I just I can't help my head be
0: like, "That's great, yeah, that's great." I'm glad you have that association because what I said was not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but you did now just taint all of that. That's excellent. Um, yeah, great. Okay, so I would say that that's broadly what's going on with multiple sclerosis. Yeah, it's your central nervous system getting damaged. Because your myelin is getting damaged, and your neurons are dying in some cases. Bummer. And so you're seeing all this damage, and it is related to your immune system, okay? Now, next episode, we're going to get, like, way more into details on, like, the nitty-gritty of that biology, but first, we're going to take a step back, and we're going to talk about the history of multiple scores. I want you guys to close your eyes, okay? It's
1: 1830. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. On cue. I appreciate that. Uh, this is when the anti-Masonic party, they're meeting in the woods in Kentucky, and they create the first party convention trying to overthrow Masons in the American government. There were a lot of Freemasons. (laughs) Oh, but Andrew Jackson is running around in this time period, right? Andrew Jackson is president. Yeah, what right, a, he's, what a bitch. he's taking money from the the main bank, putting in his buddy's banks, <laughs> and doing other things to help save America from itself. In the 1830s, what was going on in like France and England? What, what was what was their situation? I think this was so there was a revolution in 1830 in France, and then Louis Philippe was the monarch from 1830 to 1848. It's kind of seen as a period of an ascendancy for like a kind of banker bourgeoisie. Okay, it, although the, it of course curdles into a certain type of you know inequality. Okay, um, yeah. So you're kind of in this liminal spot in France. In England, history doesn't matter, right? Okay. Like they Like, like that. there's a reason why hobbits were the English. Yeah, sure. Right? There's yeah. kind of like making pies and shit. Yeah. They're like fishing and smoking that yeah, weed. Yeah, yeah. I know it wasn't the commune war yet.
0: Well, that's great. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> the reason why I brought up France and England is because that's where the two dudes who actually like started out with looking I was wrong. The Great Reform Bill was passed in 1830, right? What's the Great Reform Bill? Well, we
1: started to, uh, I think, reorder boroughs for Parliament, I think. What are we even talking about? Oh,
0: boroughs! Like neighborhoods. I thought you meant like hobbit boroughs. No, no, no. Like like holes in the ground. No, donkeys! (laughs) 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 Will we keep Uh, any of it? I don't know. I say we keep all of it because that shit is stupid. Let's go back to
1: 1830. We're in France and England.
0: Yes, and that's where there are two dudes. In England, we had this guy named Carswell... And, uh, Crevelier go. in Ooh, France. Was sexy. Okay. And these two doctors loved looking at dead bodies. Right. Like many doctors at the time. They loved and doing still. autopsies. You yeah. sure? Yeah. Just drooling over Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, they were looking at these brains and spinal cords of some people, and over hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, they noticed that in some people, there were these kinds of spots that would show up in certain places. Yeah. And so they would sketch these out and everything like that. And then basically had these big pathology books that were just sketches of a bunch of dead people. Did okay. Carswell call it like the curse of the Irish because he just assumed it was freckles or something? <laughs> no. Although and the what, French guy was like, maybe it's a disease. What One of the unnamed patients that had MS spots yeah. was Irish. Yeah, Irishman X. So that's fun. Yeah, dude. Um, anyway, but the first dude to actually like say, wait, this is a disease, like a distinct disease was a French guy named Jean-Martin Charcot. You are very um polite to give historical credit to two guys who basically just noticed dots. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, right? like, they're like, oh, that shit's weird looking, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then this other dude was like, wait a second. Okay, just because I'm a French fried potato doesn't mean I don't be yeah, do a Yeah, that's in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I wanted I've to, noticed. You're um,
0: like way more pro-racism
1: if it's Russian or French stuff.
0: Yeah, but the French, you know, I mean,
1: <laughs> they just, they did us, yeah, they did us wrong when we did it's that true. trip when you were a kid. Yeah, I, was, I mean, France still feels like punching up.
0: Right? Russia's punching down, but France <laughs> yes, is punching for sure. up. For sure. So, Jean-Martin Charcot, he was in 1868, and he described the disease as a sclerosis with plaques. Sclerosis is a term for hardening, and these plaques are like these little spots that you could visibly see when you're doing an autopsy on, like, the spinal cord and brain. What do you think
1: it is about your education, upbringing, or brain that makes you so much better pronouncing words on sight than me? Like, I feel like that's one of the more deep inequalities, the deeper inequalities (laughs) between us that, like, is hard to explain. Like, I was going to call him Jean-Martin Chocolat. Right?
0: <laughs> and like, here you are, reading
1: I, it, sight-reading it. kind of like, kinda like that name, though. That's kind of
0: sexy. <laughs> What's going on here? Why are you so good to pronounce Well, hold thing? up. Let's let's give another test. About, so the, the three symptoms that Jean-Martin Charcot... You want me to say it? Yeah, so one okay, of the three um, symptoms.
1: Back and forth the eye movement. Atalaxia. <laughs> um, ad, ad, or impaired coordination. I got impaired coordination. <laughs> <laughs> Not caused by drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed that part. Oh, uh, okay, let me try to read it together. Three symptoms. Uh, nystagmus, <laughs> or involuntary back and forth eye movement. Uh, ataxia, or impaired coordination not caused by like drugs. Uh, and dysarthia, or slurred speech due to to a, a loss of control over the muscles used for speech. <laughs> 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 That's a good twist you of the... Did you like... <clears throat> no... <laughs> Did you like order that on purpose that way because you knew I'd read it
0: bad? (laughs) No, no, that was just a fun bonus for me. This first word is nystagmus, which Dad has said before. Yeah, because he has the Uh, back and forth the kind of vibrating of the eye, right? They jiggle. So those three symptoms. I call them jiggle ball. (laughs) Nystagmus, aka jiggle ball, or ataxia, which is impaired coordination, and dysarthria or slurred speech. All of those were the three kind of main symptoms that Charcot came up with to describe multiple sclerosis. Did he call it sclerosis? Yes, he said uh, sclerosis of the plaque. Or sclerosis with plaques. Damn. Now, with many diseases, you know, these descriptions that we're coming up with are fairly modern, okay? Yeah. But a lot of these diseases probably have older roots right. not all of them some diseases probably actually arose recently right sclerosis is one of the few exceptions we're just like a monkey bit a frenchman in 1812 <laughs> also see the it was is, a french wet market what's fun is that we actually might have records of this going back to the 14th century ah okay yes with this fun lady named saint ludwina yeah who is the patron saint of ice skaters. We'll learn as ironic in a second. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because the main thing about Ludwina is when she was 15 years old, she was ice skating in like the Netherlands or something. Right, 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 right. Uh, so she was ice skating and then fell down, got injured. She broke her rib. Yeah. And then she never fucking recovered. Okay.
1: It is kind of interesting how Christianity tends to, uh, what, what is it called? What do it called when you turn someone into a saint? Canonize? Yeah, they tend to canonize people who are bad at the thing they're canonized (laughs) for, you know, like... I mean, you die at 33, you're not saving that many people, am I right, Christ? The patron
0: saint of dogs who was torn apart by dogs, yeah, by yeah, the Romans, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah. all right, everyone
1: calm down. Like, <laughs> you know, if I wasn't part of a religion of losers, like, <laughs> I would maybe make the patron saint of ice skating like Kim Yuna. You know
0: what I'm saying? I, mean, but, I will say that, like, all the saint things do seem like, they're, like, weirdly punny. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, like when, it's like, oh, that's a, he, like, fell off a ladder and, like, really hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, patron yeah. saint of ladders.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, The
0: meek shall inherit the earth, the first their saint selection. So, St. Ludwina. Yeah. She fell down, ice skating, hurt her rib really badly. Right. Okay? And then she never recovered from the injury, and in fact, it got progressively worse. It right. wasn't just a situation of like, oh, a broken rib, and then the wound festered, and they died a few days later. Right. This is like, the wound kind of set. Like, the rib set okay. Yeah. But despite that, she started having all kinds of symptoms unrelated to the rib. Yeah. She lost the use of her legs and an arm. Wow. She had facial paralysis... She lost vision in one of her eyes and wow. had high light sensitivity in the other eye, right? Over the course of 37 years, she kept accumulating symptoms. Right. Even though for a lot of it, she couldn't even, like, leave her room, really. Right. Or she had to be, like, carried around before she died at the age of 53. It's interesting that they didn't burn her as a witch, right? I mean,
1: like, what do you what do you think the fine line is there that, like, get to be a saint instead of a witch? Because that's, like, he, all,
0: like, you <laughs> right? Like, it's ambiguous. I, <laughs> I think because she was sad for a lot of it. Right, right, right. Witches were right. like kind of groovy, like fun yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, is like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Witches like have sex and take yeah. names. They are right? like having a good time. Burn her. Right, exactly. But <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah. She, like, she every day it was, it was a new thing. <laughs> oh, it hurts some more. You know, <laughs> yeah. it <was> like, <laughs> they're like oh, you woman, you woman, you, <laughs> woman, you <laughs> ice <laughs> skater. Yeah. So like, and we have like all these records. Wow. We have like journals from priests that came, and they're like, we blessed her, and she didn't get better. Like yeah, she must yeah. be a saint. Yeah. And it, just, it still doesn't totally make sense. And she was a person. Of very deep religious conviction, but was afflicted with his worsening disease, but you know, kind of had a stiff upper lip about it. You yeah. Know? She did her best. And there were some statements that some people felt like they got cured or like there were miracles that happened nearby her. It sounds to me like someone was faking and then they felt guilty when they met her. Yes. <laughs> they walked out there like, you know what? I don't have headaches. So somebody was like lipping into the room and like saw her laying there like, eh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> my, my leg. <laughs> I got better. <laughs> um. So, because of that, she was actually famous during her lifetime and afterward. Worth it. So, there were a lot of notes written about, like, her life, and that's why when modern scientists and doctors have read about those descriptions, they will say, hey, it kind of sounds like she had MS. It sounds like the kind of person who'd have a YouTube channel now,
1: along with a TikTok, right? And then she'd have a video that's pause, like, guys, about that. And she, like, doesn't have MS in that video. And it's like, guys, I'm sorry. Oh, shit. I don't know <laughs> what, what I was thinking. Wow. You're... And then the next video, is like, oh, I'm back on my back. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what
0: the fuck is going on? Well, you know, Did because... someone on YouTube hurt you? Is that no, no, no.
1: It's just, it's so funny, because whenever You're on like a YouTube channel of someone who's famous for YouTube stuff, I feel like. If you scroll 20 videos in, there's one that's, like, about last night. (laughs) There is always an apology. Yeah, I mean, there was, like, an SNL routine about that. It's very accurate. Uh, (laughs) Like, I was looking through a guy who does heavy metal covers of popular songs. Uh He has like, a pretty awesome, like, a pretty shredding heavy metal cover of The Witcher song and of Mulan. Oh, I've seen The Witcher one. Yeah, it's cool. So, like, that sounds like a channel of a guy who just sings stuff, right? Yeah. Sure enough, dude, 30 (laughs) scrolls (laughs) in, it's like, guys, about that one time. (laughs) 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 You can't make YouTube videos. (laughs) Guys. (laughs) Guys. i'm sorry for what i said about melons <laughs> yeah 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 i yeah. love
0: all melons Absolutely. and
1: <laughs> i yeah, imagine like because you can imagine this lady like if ms like we're about to talk about this later but like ms sometimes comes and goes right like you'll have yes. like, bouts of symptoms yes you can imagine like she doesn't know why that's happening so right. she's like doesn't have ms all of a sudden she's like guys i'm sorry <laughs> she gets ms again she's like oh shit <laughs> we got a tiktok video again okay? <laughs>
0: Oh man. It's just it's just like it's good social media has a little of all human history. <laughs> that's that's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of the more true things you've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, let's take a break here, all right? And when we come back, let's talk about some of these actual symptoms yeah. that multiple sclerosis can present. Sweet.
1: TV reviews. So Sean, have you seen the hit new Netflix cooking show Skewer Me Daddy? (laughs)
0: <laughs> no,
1: but that sounds pretty delicious. What's yeah, that yeah. all about? Okay, so it stars David Chang and Aquafina, and they go around Central Asia. Well, they start in Central Asia. They go through Xinjiang. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and they're actually just looking at different skewer cultures, right? So they uh, they look at Turkic traditions. They look at East Asian manifestations. Greece. It's really cool. It's a little. It's a little edgy. Yeah, A sure. little offbeat. There's a eh. uh, you know skewer me, daddy. There's, I can like, tell some from the jokes title, yeah. there. You know. Yeah. Um they even do some vegetable some vegan stuff. It's it's a really cool new cooking show. Very classic David Chang, very appropriative. I, I think
0: <laughs> I think we've accidentally joked ourselves into an excellent idea. <laughs> like I think legitimately this could actually sell. <laughs> and people would watch a show called Skewer
1: Me Daddy. Yeah. So guys, <laughs> make sure to make sure to write into Netflix and ask them to make a show called Skewer Me Daddy. It's gonna be great. Just uh, write in and make it happen. Yeah, and
0: have have them hire Nathan for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that would like be the start or end of your career, maybe both. But like, well, you know
1: what though? Like, I'm <laughs> humble. I would just be happy to watch "Skewer Me, Daddy" on a nightly basis.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful.
1: It does, I don't need to be a part of something that great. <laughs> so, guys, "Skewer Me, Daddy" on Netflix. That's TV show reviews. Guys, I want to apologize last segment. <laughs> if it sounded like I was making fun of Christianity or saints or YouTube videos or people with MS. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I just I realized maybe it sounds
0: like I'm suggesting <laughs> that if you're on MS on YouTube, maybe you're faking. That's not true. <laughs> Do you know who was just diagnosed with MS? was Christina Applegate.
1: Oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize she was just diagnosed. I thought it was like um, a reveal. I thought she was like, you know, like... I have it. <laughs> I didn't know she was diagnosed. Like, is what I'm trying to say. That is entirely possible. Can the I, news broke recently yeah. that she has MS. Can I tell you about how deeply I mix this up with? He said I saw that and I was like, oh man, good thing we're doing an episode about scoliosis soon. (laughs) Christina Applegate
0: had to wear a brace when she was a girl. But actual multiple sclerosis, not scoliosis. Selma Blair (laughs) also, yes, that is true. Both of them. But the actual disease we're talking
1: about, not scoliosis. Yeah, and and I I hope none of the audience is confused by this conversation. (laughs) Because you know, by now we've described multiple sclerosis. So I remember at least a little bit. But yeah. um, What's like the big term for it? Like a neurodegenerative or something? something or like a some people work.
0: would call it an autoimmune neurodegenerative right right yeah. yeah. but it's a little bit complicated yeah. some people call it an act of faith ran a test from the lord God. i mean that's <laughs> not me so somebody in the 14th century definitely called it that or pope the, francis now <laughs> <laughs> it's like the popes no. are that different come on pope francis believes in fucking antibodies and shit or whatever that's you know, true dude symptoms yeah. of multiple sclerosis yeah. okay yeah. Multiple sclerosis typically shows up between the ages of 20 and 50. Okay. Okay. And Christina Applegate's 49. So right. on right. With 30 being the average age. But you can sometimes have kids that are diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Like the Ooh. youngest age I saw was 10. Wow. And then you can have people over the age of 50 also that get the diagnosis as well. This is going to sound
1: really like an uncouth and
0: insensitive way to say this. But can
1: you imagine how much it must suck ass to like be 10 and get diagnosed with a disease that hardcore?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That fucking suck. It's like crack babies. You know? <laughs> like, like, can you imagine being born and you was on crack? See, like on one hand, it's like, I kind of need you to say more to know how mad I am at you. <laughs> but on the other hand, I don't, don't want don't you say to say more. more. <laughs> I only bring it up. You know, um, uh, a coworker of
1: mine was talking about a podcast, apparently, where they delve into media myths of the 90s, especially.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You, you know that one? I don't remember what it's called, but I remember that specifically they did an episode about quote-unquote yeah. crack babies. Yeah, yeah. In terms of crack babies were actually way more common than
1: we realized. We just didn't have the statistical models to understand that. Um, but they were uh, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we grew up in Manhattan Beach, and there's a crack baby every corner. <laughs>
0: what the fuck is happening
1: to you? <laughs> they are like, <laughs> I'm trying to sell <laughs> crack! <laughs> what? what is going on? <laughs> Shut dish, and pump, to sell crack!
0: <laughs> All right, great. Well, that has fucking nothing to do with multiple sclerosis, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple sclerosis has a ton of potential symptoms. Okay. Okay. Basically, all kinds of things that can be related to disrupted communication in your central nervous system, which, again, is your brain and spinal cord. So that can be, like, getting that tingly, needle-poking kind of sensation in your fingertips or whatever. Right. And then it could also be, like, numbness or motor weakness. So, like, you're just walking and all of a sudden, like, you're having a hard time stepping and stuff like that. Double vision. Balance issues, vertigo, fatigue, sexual dysfunction, depression, neuropathic pain, all kinds of symptoms. Yeah. The disease has a tendency to worsen over time, okay? So, like, you have your diagnosis, and then the average time until you have, like, kind of some walking issues is usually 10 years. Mm. And then in, like, 15 to 20 years, you need some kind of support to move around, like a cane or something like that. Damn presuming like some of these stats are before we have some of the more modern treatments right. that we have so if you don't get treated that much what are those things that like uh like romans
1: would ride on like like romans would... No 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 like <laughs> like like they would get their i'm trying to avoid the word slave isn't that such a funny thing to like for me to not want to say all that okay you know like romans like their slaves would carry them on like a platform and the roman person would like lie on the platform and you'd like walk through town, and the platform oh, was like a bed that was elevated. Like not a
0: palanquin or something. A, like palanquin, a palanquin is what I'm trying yeah. to say. You could also use a palanquin. Wow, well, was- <laughs> <laughs> it was just for that, huh? <laughs> yeah, <Christ. laughs> totally worth it. I mean,
1: canes, trains, automobiles, <laughs> and palanquins.
0: Goddamn. Typically, multiple sclerosis reduces life expectancy by seven to ten years. Right. It's like a lot closer to my life expectancy. <laughs> Diagnosis is not straightforward for MS, okay? It's pretty difficult to rule out other issues. And a lot of the time, you need to have more than one round of symptoms showing up uh, before you get enough information to go off of to make a diagnosis. And sometimes you need to have like an MRI scan or even a spinal tap to try to confirm that diagnosis. (laughs) Heavy metal. (laughs) It may be worth mentioning, but like I had said kind of at the start of the episode, sometimes people get confused uh, in terms of MS and ALS. Right. Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. They both have sclerosis in the name. That's my defense for why I mix them up. Right, right, right. But they can both cause difficulty in terms of walking and they can cause fatigue issues, sometimes paralysis. Right. But they're definitely different diseases and they definitely have different causes. Interesting. And ALS, which maybe, you know, someday we'll do an episode about, it definitely just gets progressively worse over time, like much more kind of like. Step by step, worse and worse. Right. Whereas MS is more complicated than that. Right. But ALS, on the other side, does make you smarter over time.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, like Stephen Hawking was kind of bad at physics <laughs> when he was a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like really good, but I mean, he was dead. Wow. Lou <laughs> Garrett, you should have seen him play baseball on the last day of his life. Just like right out of the park. So it kind of makes you a superhero, like in like in an anime but then you die cuz mono no aware, right? Like cherry blossoms falling off trees.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's that's kind of beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ALS, you know. Now no, no. <laughs> no, I'm sad that we did that. Yeah. yeah. That was a bummer. Okay, so there are four subtypes of ALS, right? Oh, <laughs> there are four.
0: <laughs> su- <laughs> so there are four subtypes of MS, right? Yes, but I think you know, even though it hasn't been that long. Let's take a break. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to, we need yeah, to cool yeah, down. You need to tighten up. A little bit. <laughs> you know, and then, uh, and then, yeah, once once Nathan's all clenched up, yeah, yeah. then we can go into the four subtypes yeah. of MS. Once I'm clenched up, we'll back to the declensions. <laughs> <laughs> right? Latin 101. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pimp Master Virgil.
0: God, is that funny to anybody? We need to be God. You got to stop this. You got to stop this, Daisy.
1: What's 8 in Latin? I was trying to say 8-Mao, but I'm like, I don't know how to say Latin.
0: (laughs) Ocho, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ocho-Mao!
1: You're sabotaging me.
0: The following is an actual advertisement.
1: 24 hours is like 3 weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Who is? Wookies.
0: lasers (laughs) lasers death star. <laughs>
1: so he slugs up your butt is bad is that what I was glean from this hi we're the culture quest podcast we're on a quest to become more cultured people by discussing a movie a music album a book or anything else really each episode check us out culturequestpodcast.com
0: okay so one, two, three, four. <laughs> four <laughs> subtypes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness you're finally contributing to the show. Well, back to the <laughs> movies. All right, so. <laughs> Okay, Sean, so there's four subtypes of multiple sclerosis. Yes. Okay, well, type one. Clinically isolated syndrome. Okay. Okay. Now, a lot of times. This is
1: where you run into the clinic you're like, get out of here. So you push everyone else out of the room. No, no. You push them out and you close the door. You're like,
0: finally. Then you're isolated. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I wish all of my clinics were because I'm an yeah. introvert. Yeah, 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 so yeah. a lot of times when people first experience MS symptoms, yeah, like the loss of balance or numbness or something, it's yeah. really fucking difficult to diagnose that as MS. Right. Because that could be a lot of shit. Right. And because kind of built into MS overall is it's characterized by this kind of pattern of symptoms popping up over time yeah and so the first time that you have symptoms at all it's called a clinically isolated syndrome and people won't know that it's ms but sometimes they can be like oh it's possible ms like ms is a possible explanation for why you had that symptom so that's what it means by clinically isolated is that like you came into the clinic you're like i have this symptom they're like oh well that could be this thing this thing this thing or possibly ms right and then we just need to keep an eye on it and kind of wait and see. There is also something called radiologically isolated syndrome and that's if you go into the doctor's office and you get an MRI for something else, right? But when they're looking at your MRI, they're like, "Oh shit, we see like these little spots on your spinal cord." Okay. Indicative of potential MS. Then they're like, okay, you, you don't have symptoms right now, right. but we seem to have this sign that might be MS, right. so we need to keep an eye on you. So what I'm hearing is that you can definitely
1: identify, because like, some diseases are like hard to identify, you can identify MS, it's just you had to do some annoying-ass shit, like have an MRI.
0: Yeah, so... MRI is not perfect in that there are a few other things potentially that, like, these kind of darkish spots right. on MRI could mean. Sometimes there's a
1: cat in the machine.
0: Yes. Like, I've heard of that. Cats get in everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They can <laughs> squeeze themselves down go, woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, slip in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's like science still hasn't figured out how. Yeah. Very difficult to yeah. understand. But one of the other options is a spinal tap. Right. Okay, they get some of your cerebrospinal fluid and then yeah. they can test that for some of the markers for whether or not you have inflammation going on, whether you have damaged myelin in there. Was Spinal Tap named after the documentary or (laughs) Vifurfa? Definitely (laughs) (laughs) Vifurfa. That's great, yes. Well, luckily that was a stupid question. (laughs) So So, yeah, so basically that is the situation, is that you usually diagnosis happens where you've had more than one attack. Yeah. And they've done MRI, and or it's nice if they have a spinal tap. Okay. And then they can be like, all right, you have MS. Right. All right, so one attack on its own is not enough. And so, yeah, that's called clinically isolated syndrome. Okay. The next one is where they know for sure you have MS. It's called relapsing slash remitting MS, or okay. RRMS. Right. Most of the people, like 80 to 85% of the people that get diagnosed with MS... This is the one that they get diagnosed with, right? And what happens is you'll have symptoms show up, stick around for like a month or a day, a week, some random amount of time. You'll have these symptoms wow. where you have a hard time walking, or your speech is slurred, or you just have parts of your body that are numb wow. things like that for like a month and then gone. Gone, you're back to normal, okay? All the way back to normal. You could walk fine. Speak fine. Have all of your sensation back. Why?
1: I know we're going to talk about that next episode.
0: Right. But like, what? Yeah. It's a little confusing. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. So, that's, uh, I mean, besides being extremely scary, right? It, it can happen kind of at any time. You can have long periods of time between attacks, as they're called. Right. It could be months. It could be years between attacks. And then all of a sudden, you have those symptoms again. Wow. Or it could be new symptoms right MS has so many different symptoms it doesn't need to be the same one every time wow one time it could be a numbness in your left arm the next time it's slurred speech jeez right? so very very wild very unpredictable okay and at the start of RRMS you do typically come back to your normal baseline you come back to full function wow but if RRMS goes too long without being treated with the most modern medicines that we have it'll eventually turn into the third type of ms that we're going to talk about secondary progressive that's right baby so secondary progressive is what rrms turns into eventually on average it takes 10 years to turn into it after 25 years nearly all of the patients that have rrms will go into secondary progressive ms and what secondary progressive ms is is basically you have an attack you don't come back all the way Yeah, but you'll kind of lose a lot of the symptoms a lot of symptoms kind of drop away You'll kind of get to a point where it's like okay. I have a limp now But i'm no longer numb in all of these spots like I no longer have this you know significant fatigue And then you'll go a while being okay, and then you'll have another attack But when you come back from that you're a little bit worse And then attack and then you don't all the way come back again either, right? So just over time it's getting worse and worse with these sporadic attacks and you don't fully recover, right? Okay, so that's called the active form of secondary progressive MS. There's also a non-active form, which symptoms just progressively get worse, like week by week. You don't really have attacks anymore, so it's not like just all of a sudden you have a bunch of symptoms. Right. It's just as the weeks go by, things are getting worse and worse. Jeez. Which is a little bit similar to the final form of MS right. called primary progressive MS. Like full Ludwina. This primary progressive form is one that you can, like, be diagnosed with from the start. So unlike secondary progressive, which is, like, the evolution of the relapsing-remitting, right? Primary progressive is just, like, 10% of people, they get diagnosed with this one right off the bat. And you don't have attacks. You just keep getting worse over time. Week by week, you just keep getting worse. So, like, you have some numbness here. The numbness spreads You start getting more and more fatigue. You start getting more and more neuropathic pain or something like that. Yeah. And so, you know, that sounds actually very different if you think about it from the relapsing remitting. Mm -hmm. Because relapsing remitting, you get diagnosed and then it could be a year later before you're attacked again. Right. And that attack is just like a shitload of symptoms and then it's gone after a week or who knows what. But despite that, these are both a type of multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis is probably not exactly a single disease so much as an outcome of damage to your central nervous system. Right. Right. Damage to that myelin, inflammation, and some autoimmune workings that are kind of damaging your spinal cord, damaging parts of your brain. Well, why do folks tend to die younger? Uh, Yeah. So some of it is from symptoms of the disease. Right. Right. But a good amount of it, sadly, is from sort of like the mental and emotional toil that it takes over time. Mm. So that kind of just like averages in to the life expectancy drop. Right. It's like it takes a toll on people and life becomes increasingly difficult to the point where a lot of them don't want to keep going on. Oh, you mean like a... I was like, please understand I'm talking about suicide (laughs) without me having to say suicide. (laughs) I was like, god damn it. Until they all buy a bunch of fans and turn them on in a closed room and then they die a fan death. Yeah, their body's too cold. (laughs) Just, Just like Korea does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so those are the four types of MS. It can show up in so many different kinds of ways, right? The way that the disease moves forward the way that it progresses can be different from person to person the kinds of symptoms that they have can be different from person to person right and the causes the root causes which we'll get to go into next week are partially mysterious and then partially kind of help explain why there can be so much diversity because there's so many different spots that can happen and the fact that like we understand some elements of the causes really help explain like okay this is a syndrome of dis- disease because it can happen in so many different ways and spots in your body. Man,
1: you're kind of a kinky fuck this week, aren't you?
0: Is this is this? Kinky? Yeah, because you're like dropping all these cute little cheese
1: nuggets, but you're not letting us eat it yet. Yeah, right. Oh, like, okay. You know, like there's.
0: Uh... Oh, oh, but I'll give you, I'll give you a preview. Yes. Okay. Epstein. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, you're talking about Epstein Bar again? Yeah. See, yeah. see, I I know. <laughs> no, you, I you you know didn't, what you didn't about. take the full bait. It was beautiful. I didn't take I liked the bait. It. I liked it. Um, okay, so dude, Joe Biden's president, man. I don't remember any of that shit anymore, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to Congress and and taking a hundred million dollars off of bills. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh yeah. Mm, yeah, wow. centrist Democrat, baby. Wow, politics. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, baby. Um, okay, let's say thanks to Stacy. Mm-hmm. To Stacy Song, our sound lord and engineer and animator. Mm-hmm. Brian Allen for Dad, artwork. Daddy in the desert. Desert daddy is what we call him now. Because he's a, he's a daddy in the desert. <laughs> D- desert daddy. Is fascinating. I imagine, imagine someone. The, yeah, the memes for that. Desert daddy. I imagine someone wearing biker leather and just like a shitload of fucking sand and stuff. Yeah, uh, there. there. <laughs> there's like a
1: fucking um, uh, tremor, <laughs> like a tremor one behind him. Desert
0: daddy gonna fight. <laughs> All right, great. Um, <laughs> desert daddy got worms. <laughs> Uh, at dish podcast on twitter yeah. petri dish pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash petri dish mm-hmm. if you wanted to give us money for this yeah dude <laughs> we stayed at a restaurant called mom's touch oh okay, yeah and sean
1: and i are going to open a truck called uncle's touch <laughs> <laughs> alright so we need your donations okay. to help make uncle's <laughs> touch a reality and get shut down real fast <laughs> see you next week for part two multiple sclerosis dun dun <laughs>